everybody. Here we are all ready to take you down to Pine Ridge for another visit with Lum and Abner. Brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. First, a word to our traveling friends. Wherever you plan to go this summer, don't forget that travelers the world over have always relied on Horlicks on their journey. For 50 years, travelers by land and sea have found Horlicks excellent for travel sickness. Because of its remarkable digestibility, Horlicks can be kept upon the stomach often where no other form of nourishment can be retained. For flying, too, Horlicks has been found to be extremely beneficial. Many of our friends report that they use both the powder and the tablets on their flying trips. Horlicks makes a light, sustaining meal that tides them over until they land, thus preventing sickness. Remember this when you leave on your vacation. Slip a package of Horlicks in your grip. And don't forget some tablets, too. They're fine for scores of holiday occasions, for keeping you refreshed and energetic and keeping down your appetite when you can't eat on time. Get some from your druggist. He has the tablets and the powder in a choice of flavors, natural and chocolate. And now, let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. Lum has solved the problem of how he can continue working on the grocery store on wheels and at the same time attend to his duties as president and general manager of the Great Western Sterling Silver Company. He has decided to have Caleb Weavant, the local blacksmith, build a trailer to attach to the rolling store, which he intends to use as an office. As we look in on our friends today, the old fellows have completed the daily circuit of the town, and we find Lum and Abner over at Lum's house discussing their silver mining interests. Listen. Well, I believe the best thing to do is to sell it if we can, Mom. Yeah, I don't know if there's any money to be made in the silver mining business. Looks to me like a body could make more out of it to dig the silver out of it ourselves. Well, we might could make more, but if we could sell it and get our money out of it, I believe I'd rather do it. Yeah, see, since the giver men went off of the gold standard, silver's went clean out of sight. It has, huh? Oh, yeah. They've got to where they're using silver for everything by now. Well. Make nearly all the money out of it now. I could sell it to the giver man. It'd be fine if we could just make our own money out of it, wouldn't it? Yeah. Every time we need a little spending money, just go down and make up a batch of nickels and dimes and set you there. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fine, all right. Yeah. But I don't much believe the giver man allow you to do that, though. Hey, well. We could make silverware and stuff like that. Silverware? Yeah, knives and forks and one thing and another. You mean regular eating knives? Yeah. There's a world of that stuff sold, you know, jewelry and stuff. Yeah, but you've got to have machinery to make them things with so long. Oh, yeah, sure. But I was just thinking we could have the factory right here in Pine Ridge. Ship the silver in here from our mine in boxcars and then make it into mine anything we wanted to. <laughs> well, that'd be fine, all right. Give a lot of work to folks around here. Oh, my, yeah. I've been studying it over, turning it over my head, shoulder. It'd be the finest thing at all. Yeah. I could be president and general manager of the whole shebang, and then all the stockholders could be bosses and secretaries. Vice presidents and one thing and another. Yeah, well, that'd tickle them all to death, Lon. Well, that's what I've been thinking on for the last few days. It'd bring a lot of money into Pine Ridge. Properties could go sky high. Start putting up new buildings and all that stuff. Build a railroad through here. Granny's, you wouldn't know this town in six months' time. I right, I believe you're on the right track now, Lon. Uh, when are you aiming on getting started? Well, I don't know. I've got that much all figured out. Now, the next thing we've got to do is get the money somewhere to build a factory with. Yeah, uh, well, uh, what about you going to get that at? Yeah, that's just it. That's all that's holding me back, though. See, them things runs into money when you start building them, them factories. Yeah, yeah, I expect it'd cost a lot smart to build one of them all right. That's my trouble. I can study things up that way. Don't have no trouble doing that at all, like this idea right here. 
There's a million dollar idea right there. This thing got a million dollars to go with it. No. Of course, we could take it. No. No, that won't work, no. What won't work? Yeah, what I started to say won't work. Well, what is it? Maybe you've got an idea and don't know it. You could have one, I reckon. A blind hog will find an acre once in a while. Find an acre? Wait a minute. Are you calling me a blind hog? No, no. Well, I was going to say, I ain't no more blind than you are. Well, what's this idea you thought you had there? Oh, nothing, nothing. I just started to say, I know the way we could raise the money, but it ain't no good, I guess. Well, what is it? Well, I just started to say before I stopped myself that if we could sell the mine to that fellow Worthington that offered us a million dollars for it, why... We could take that money and build a factory. Why, sure we could. Well, uh, Granny, that's a good idea, Abner, a gooder. Yeah, but the only trouble with it, if we sell the mine, why, we wouldn't have no use for a factory. Huh? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Of course we wouldn't. Anybody with just half sense would know better than that. If we sold the mine, we... Oh, that's right, you said that. Of course, uh, maybe we could sell some more stock in the mine and get enough money out of that to build a factory with it. No, I thought about that. Ain't no money around here now. Squire Skim just about cleaned the town out. He's got all the money. Well, maybe we could sell him an interest in it then. Sell it? Why, he just gave me his interest the other day. He made me a present of it. What would he want to be buying it back for? Well, I don't know. It does look like a foolish thing for him to do, don't it? Why, sure. He wouldn't want to give something away and then buy it back. Well, I know. I don't know what he's thinking about. That's the foolishest thing I ever heard of. If I'd have wanted it, why, I'd have kept it in the first place. Nobody asked him well, to Well, he it. ain't trying to buy it back. Huh? Oh, oh, no, of course not. <laughs> What's the matter with him, anyway? I was just thinking, Abner. If that feller Worthington had come in here trying to buy it a while back, well, won't it so bad? I might could sell him part of that 57% that I got now. Yeah, you might could, yeah. He offered us a million dollars for the whole mine, you know. Yeah. I could sell him a fourth interest for a fourth of a million. I'd give us enough to put up right smart of a factory right there. Why, sure. Uh, why don't you write him a letter, Ron, and see if he can't make some kind of a deal with him? I reckon he'll just do that. <laughs> reckon what his address is. Harry's only is all I know. Well, uh, Squire Skimpark can know. They're awful good friends, I think. Yeah, I can find out from him. I'll just call him up and ask him. Yeah, now, I believe we're getting on the right track now, Ron. Yes, sir. Yeah, I hope he don't want to be president of the company, though. I'll have to have an understanding with him about that. Hello? Where is he about president? Squire? Uh, this is Lum Eddard talking. I'm the one first. Why, do you know that fellow Worthington's address? Yeah, the fellow that come in here and offered us a million dollars for the silver mine a while back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, but what town in Arizona? Uh, how do you spell it? T-U-C-S-O-N. I'll put that down here. Uh, you, you don't know what his box number is, do you? Well, I'll try that. Somebody there at the door Oh, yeah. Well, I know. I'm just going to write him a letter and uh, see if he still wants to buy the mine. Oh, for goodness sake. Come in, Pedro. <laughs> I bet you thought I was somebody else, didn't you? I never thought nothing about it. Be quiet. I'm talking on the phone. Well, he might, though. You can't never tell. I've got a mighty good proposition to offer him. All right, Squire. Much obliged to you. Goodbye. He don't know for sure where he's at. He don't. That I could write to, what is it, uh, Tuscan, Arizona, if I wanted to. Might get him there. Uh-huh. How are you, Cedric? Oh, why, uh, uh... Hey, he's all right. Yes, him, I'm all right. <laughs> why, uh, what I come over here for, Mr. Lum, my Paul, uh, Paul, he wanted me to tell you something. Something about that trailer he's been pretty used for often. Well, what was it, Cedric? <laughs> I must have just let it slip my mind. 
I said it over to myself all the way over here so I wouldn't forget it. Now, well, sit down over there, Cedric. Maybe it'll come to you, Jack. Yeah, I know I can think of it if I can recollect what it is. Well, I'll just be right quiet for a few minutes. Try to get your mind to work. Well, somebody else at the door. Come in. Well, come in, Dick. Yeah, howdy, Dick. Well, what's going on here, anyway? It's a meeting of the ladies' aid? <laughs> <laughs> no. Sit down, Dick. Sit down. Uh, no, I haven't got but a minute, Mom. I just run over to show you a letter I got a while ago. A letter? Yeah, you know, I wrote to the... Uh, Mr. Lama, I expect I'd better go on back over to the blacksmith shop and see if Paul recollects what he told me to tell you. <laughs> I don't believe I'll ever think of it by myself. All right, Cedric. Go ahead, Dick. Well, you know that fellow Worthington that came in here a while back? Yeah. Shut the door, Cedric. Tony must have been raised in a barn. And what, Dick? Well, you know, he claimed that he was from Arizona, and I couldn't understand what he was doing with Oklahoma license plates on his car. So I wrote the Oklahoma Highway Department and found out that the license were issued to another fellow in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, I recollect you telling me about that a while back. Well, I still wasn't satisfied. You know, I told you that I believe that fellow Worthington was a fake, offering you a million dollars for that silver mine. Well, sir, that's a funny thing. We were just talking about him not five minutes ago, yeah. and I said them very same words. Well, I wrote another letter to the police department in Tulsa, and, uh, well, here, I want to show you. Here's what I got back from him. Well, this is from the police department. Huh? Yeah, yeah, go ahead and read it. Uh, dear Mr. Hutterston, we have your letter of recent date inquiring about a J.P. Worthington. Our records disc... Maybe you better read that, Dick. My eyes are sort of bad today. Oh, well, uh, yeah. That's... Okay, well, that's... Our records disclose that this is an alias used by Gabby Gandell, internationally known con man and stock swindler. This person operates under several different aliases. And if you have any knowledge of his whereabouts, please notify this department at once. Hmm. He is being sought for a violation of the Blue Sky Law in connection with the promotion of a fraudulent mining venture in Arizona. Hmm. A reward has been posted for information leading to his arrest. Yours truly, Gene C. Murphy, Chief of Detectives, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Well, I'll be dead blamed. <laughs> well, that definitely eliminates Mr. J.P. Worthington as a prospective buyer for the silver mines. Before we leave you, I have a message here that every mother listening in should hear. It's about Horlicks as approved food for infants and nursing mothers. For 50 years, Horlicks has been rearing infants successfully all over the world. Rich in calcium, phosphorus, and essential elements for proper development of bone and tooth structure, it has been found useful for infant feeding by medical and child feeding authorities. Horlicks is especially suitable as a baby food because of its extreme digestibility. The rich, full cream milk has been modified with the soluble extract of the choicest malted grains. Hence, it can be more readily, more safely handled by the delicate stomach. Because it is so rich in nourishment, Horlicks is also recommended as a fine food drink for the nursing mother. This is Carlton Brickert, speaking for Lemon Abner and Horlicks. We now bid you all goodbye until tomorrow at the same time. <laughs>